Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. wake up hold on i gotta click 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 this thing is too loud in my ear sorry guys you know it's a podcast it's real because you know what i had to pull over and do this one because i was like wait a minute you just got the whole whole day started and didn't tell everybody we were gonna wake up let me tell you and we missed a couple days particularly we missed 24 hours ago which i was down and out down for the count kind of find out it was national mental what is national mental health day i'm like girl how are you down and out on national mental health day and look i'm sitting here in the car and i want to like clean it up because i had one of those i had a couple of days actually a busy week and you know when you have a busy week and then you like get to the weekend you like getting ready to just do some things you look at the car you're like wait a minute how did i when and where did i accumulate all this stuff because i had i had a busy week but then also being in a busy week meant that there are some things that I had to put to the side, overlook, undo, undone. And uh, it has some triggers. Definitely has some triggers. But you already know because if you listen to how to get out of bed, you like, you know, it's all about triggers. It's all about how to um, not suppress them, not avoid them. But uh, I had to have a full on couch session on yesterday. And uh, I'm so glad uh, that my daughter is in the business of helping folk. Because one of the things I saw on National um, Mental Health Day, they sent out this little card, this little meme for us to, you know, keep. And, and, and I'm, I guess because I was experiencing these things, you know, how algorithms are. There it was. Somebody shared. And I was like, oh, wow. Uh, and and, and it, it probably, had I known about it, I'd probably been a little bit more productive yesterday than I was. But, you know, hey, our days... Our hours, our weeks, our years, they line up the way they do. And yesterday I couldn't figure out how mine was lining up because what happened is, as you guys, have, if you follow me, you probably see, man, I, I recently put a lot of irons in the fire. And sometimes you do that because you don't know which, what flame is going to catch. You don't know. And we, we just don't know. And I still to this day can't figure out because I'm an information share I'm a sharer share I'm a sharer okay I share and um but I still can't figure out how we go so far in life and we just don't get the answers I mean and you know me I'm, I, I I analyze behavior and I'm looking at people and I'm like wow I see people trying to do as little as they can for each other or for another for a stranger for a person in trouble or for a person doing well i have to monitor these behaviors and i have to report them to people right i have to write up these evaluations and look this is good for you that's bad for you and all those kind of things not to mention the fact that i had a half a career (laughs) um 
working a depression line, you know, and, uh, and talking to people about being overwhelmed and, you know, and all those kinds of things. So luckily for me, with all that good training, I could recognize when I am headed in those, some of those same directions. And I know, listen, you know, if I'm going to have to stop, I got to stop I, whatever is going on. I got to stop. I can't, you can't do it all. And so I had, uh, just an overwhelming week because it, it was coming off like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And you know how I feel like, you know, if you say it outwardly, put it out into the universe, you know, all these things are coming together to try to make it happen. And sometimes we put too much out there. You're like, wait, all at the same time, right? And I understand. But there's this other side. And I often have this conversation with God himself. It's like, listen, I know, I know you had this and that plan, but there's all kind of forces <laughs> going on out here there are these other things that we have to be accountable to you know and uh and i know there have been people in the past that have made all kind of human sacrifices and sacrifices of this that and the other you know and 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 i know in the end when we all feel like we are going through something that there will come a time we will look back and realize oh that wasn't as bad as i thought and most times all that you anticipate, the way that you anticipate and interpret it based on, you know, not even your own experiences. A lot of times we are here anticipating stuff and basing our reaction on stuff off of somebody else's experience. Well, their circumstances are not, not, not always yours. Sometimes they are yours, but their circumstances are not yours. Their foundation is not yours. And, and that seemed to be the case. I was, we were in a, I woke up to a conversation that I, I just dropped a little tidbit out there. And I woke up and everybody had posted these like book size comments. I'm like, Yolanda, you know, you got to, you know, you got to read all of that because I love when people express themselves, especially when they reference me. And I'm like, oh, they talking particularly to you. You've got to, you got to see them because I know how important it is to see a person. I don't want to just like their comment and keep it rolling. I'm like, no, let me, let me read through it and let me pick out some points and let me let them know, okay, you're, this is because I know people need to be validated because that whole treat people the way you want to be treated, that's a job. (laughs) You know what I'm like? They took the time. I hit whatever, I triggered whatever. They hit, took the time to try to express themselves fully, even if it's one, two, and three comments. Like they ran out of room and they kept going. But you have to see people. And that, that's so important. So just hitting that like button, it's not enough. Uh, so I, you know, was woke up reading. <laughs> I woke up reading. But then in, those, in that, you get another, you get a little bit more of a person and you get to see where they're coming from. Now I can understand why if I say just that I can see what that does for you and you've been a person that has we've established these these permissions to be in each other's lives in social media I want to be respectful of when we are having this conversation it's going to bring you out of the shadows it's going to bring you out of the shadows and you're going to want to engage but not only that I want to also say wow I think you hit the nail on the head right here. I, I like that you took the conversation this way. I, I like that you brought this up. I would have never thought about it that way. Me being one gender, you being another. Me being uh, one race, you being another. Me being one this, one that. Uh, uh, you know, in our otherness, Michelle Obama talked about the otherness. But Michelle Obama talks about the otherness because people were all the time telling her, you can't because you are other, because you are other. Well, I want to, I'm like... Because she expressed that out, I'm like, well, let me be that person to appreciate the otherness in others, okay? 
Uh, and I hope that we can all get. Mm-hmm, I'm not even gonna put that kind of hope out there because I don't want to. I don't like people dashing my hope, but I know to look. I now know to look for um, people who appreciate it. You know, and I think that's why we end up where we can't get out of bed, is because that. Let's say the people that express the the, the longer comments and you know for whom a like would not have sufficed. Because they were truly sharing part of their inner inner beings, inner inner parts of themselves, you know. While there are there, somebody else will come along. Well, why is this even important? Why are we even discussing this? I'm like, it's clearly important because they came with a 400 word comment. So it's clearly important. So you just need to get offline. Why are you? Why are you online? Why are you going around everybody's everybody's post? Why have you even established friendship? Why did you send a friend request? That, that's me replying back to them, right? Because, like, the whole entire thing, it says, one one platform says, what are you thinking? Another platform says, share your thoughts. Another one says, what's going on? You know, because uh, that's the way they're designed. And they're designed, while they may have all kind of other agendas, guess what we're doing with it? Because I'm going to tell you, when the Internet was created, people were coming out here doing all kind of freaky stuff. And we're like, that's not us. We want to we wanna worship. We want to fellowship. We want to uh connect with family and then lo and behold it's like oh wait you know wait that's a thing out here yeah that's a thing out here and that's what that's what social media became because before that it was a bunch of people out here trying to destroy the world and themselves that's what they did each and every day they were out here literally and believe you me because i was out here i was like whoa this is crazy i don't even want to know this i don't even want to know this about these people so then came having to suppress all of those people every day there's somebody uh, whether it's now a bot or algorithm out here each and every day trying to support, suppress those people and their thoughts and things like that. I saw a comment this morning. This one person literally tweeted, Trump is off the rails. Like, he went off the rails day one, you know. <laughs> they really, and they're over there like going through it. That was their tiny comment. And even in that comment, Trump is Trump is really off. And they literally said Trump is really off the rails. Like they have been sitting watching this thing. I can just imagine them sitting watching this thing because of all that they believed and the good Republicans and the good, good, all this other stuff. And they, and, and realizing and they, this was a realization. Trump is off the rails. And then I looked at the uh, retweets, the, you know, on Twitter, you have a couple of options. You can like it heart it rather heart it you can uh reply or you can just hit that retweet button and those those numbers were rolling so fast i was like damn (laughs) folks is waking up i mean not just waking up getting out of bed they are really waking up and really 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 realizing that this poison that they decide to drink in order to hurt others is not really impacting the people that they really want to hurt and I'm sorry, I, let me tell y'all, I'm chewing because I, I bought breakfast, you know how I do. Black women are by and large very conservative. You want to talk about pulling somebody by the bootstraps, um, we did that, right? But one thing we will not do for any reason whatsoever is parallel ourselves with races. Um, what we will not do is try, hurt ourselves to try to hurt somebody else, okay? So, therefore, we don't vote Republican. It's just not going to happen. And them little few y'all got over there, hey, that's on them, okay? I'm just saying. I don't know, I don't know how they do it. 
Yes, I am. Just sipping on it. My, I got to wet. I got to hydrate my organs. Okay, but anyway. Um, so that's just those are just things that we we just can't do it, you know. And and I'm not even saying that we have any shared beliefs, you know. But it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. But more crazy is trying to watch watching the um, Democrats try to appeal appeal to us once again with their failures. But that's politics. I don't even know how I got on. Oh, I was talking about Trump. The title of this one today was Don't Sleep On Today. Don't Sleep On Today. And getting through a very heavy, dark day yesterday, I always have to tell myself, faith is waiting one more day. Don't make any permanent decisions based on some temporary problems. Um, and fix fix my anxiety. Fix your anxiety. Like the, people say, fix your face. You know, like fix your face. I have learned, and I have to go back into what my experiences are and my foundations are. One of the things that I, uh, I heard this morning, and, I, and I, you know, if I heard it, I let it come through, and I post it. One of the things my mother used to say, because I, I think I used to always say, like, it could be worse, you know, or, or, or we always do that, right? We always think, okay, it's like, like that's, our, that's our thing that makes us better, you know, that need to compare it to something worse. Right. And a lot of us do it with people like, oh, well, my situation is better than this. That's that's wrong. That's, you don't do that. And my mother used to always counter when I would say that. OK, yeah, it could. It could. But if you say it, it will be right. So this morning I said, OK, Mama, Mama Buzz used to say, um, never say it could be worse because it can. So I said, all this up in here could be better. And today is that day for the better. That's my going forward. It could always be better. It could always be better. Yes, you can always feel like you have accomplished something. You've gotten to a certain point. But you ever see here, and I know y'all hear it and see it too. People, they, they reach a goal and they set another goal. They reach that goal, they set another goal. You know, and we look at them and they just keep moving and advance and advance. And they too have their setbacks, you know. But if you're always prepared then the setback you don't fall so far and yes things could be better today and I'm looking man if I fall slightly if I have to slow down or step back I don't have to go back as far as I have had to in the past because finally I have learned what the triggers are what the normal mistakes that I've made the safety nets that I need to have in place. And I, I've been just figuring this thing out, you know, and, and I keep saying, man, what's going on with my sense of urgency? Rather than saying, be thankful and, and blessed that your sense of urgency is not today what it has always been. You don't have those kind of emergencies. You're not going to lose as much as you would have before, you know. And let me tell you, there are some days that are going to hurt like hell, Oh my God, they hurt. They, you feel it. That thing. I, oh, I, I was watching a, um, a television, a clip of a television show, and I think it was This Is Us, and it was it, it was an old one, and the little girl, girl saying, "My stomach hurt. My stomach hurt." And and there's a meme. So much life in memes. It's like that's the thing, y'all. And it was saying children won't say they have anxiety or they're depressed. They say they say their stomach hurt. Well, adults too, you know, because. One thing that I have come to know is there are a lot of sensory, the sensories 
of when something has happened. When I am overthinking something, overanalyzing, having a lot of anxiety, you know, you get uncomfortable in your gut. That's why they say listen to your gut and your intuition. And men, women, as being a woman, oh my God, the intuition. This is why I do a lot of different things with my hair because hair, like when I used to let my hair grow in in its natural state, state grow out and get all curly, kinky, coily, um, my intuition would be just insane. And I'm like, I don't even want to know all this stuff, right? So I love, I love experimenting with my hair, but, but I know that my hair is my attachment to you know, this whole universe of things that I subscribe to, it comes through that, you know, which is why I, at times, will shave my head. I'm like, I, I got t- can't take this stuff with me no further. I need to chop. Sometimes I just chop. Sometimes, like, I do different things. Like, right now, I am not in a natural state because I wanted to try something softer. And I, I think because, I don't know, I, just, I love experimenting. And that's, that's one of the things I will play with is my look and my hair, the colors and so forth. And let me tell you, I can tell y'all. I'm not having my red hair. It's like people don't even recognize. It. Like, mm, you look like dryer buzz, but I don't know if you're dryer buzz. But so I have to get back to some red hair. But I can't figure out where and to what extent I want to color it because I don't, and I don't want to go through all of that because I know I'm gonna wake up one day and be back in a barbershop. Like, okay, take this off. But I, I like it, and I'm getting what I am experimenting. I'm watching to see how people, as I go into, as I'm working on some endeavors, I want to see how people react i am really monitoring how people react to the to the two different styles like if you're catching this live you see that i'm chopped and natural in the photo that's on there but now i am relaxed and i am experimenting with uh um we used to call them the halle berry but i'm calling this one the tamara hall shout out to tamara hall who is on your television weekdays at three Please make sure y'all are watching, uh, what do you call it, um, DVR and, 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 and uh, watching binging and so forth. Because she has a really good show and I think you're seeing it come down your timeline. Um, I don't, the look of the show, I think they have to tw- twerk that a little bit. But let me tell you, it there's some, there's some topics and discussions on there. She really took Texas to task. Uh, in this Amber Geiger case, um, both of them, John, she really took them to task. And, and and we so need that because I think society and systems that are going on right now need to know that we have greater influencing influencers and greater conversations than the norm. Like everybody think, you know, everybody know, if everybody knows how easily it is to influence people with inaccurate information, misplaced information as long as it's, it's in several places people believe it and people believe without question there's a reason i know this because i i have been one of those not one of those but an influencer for 20 years 18 at dryer buzz and i know that there are people who and in fact my first uh tagline was you can change the world with a headline because people don't even click it, don't even read it any further. They grab it based on what they, the little they believe in their position or their agenda and so forth. But then there's, there's this little thing called the facts. And we can all have, as, as I've often been hurt, I've, 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 as much as I've heard, we can all have different opinions, but we can't have different facts. And like I said, the fact of the matter can be one thing, but it's going to hit differently to everybody 
based on what your foundation and your experiences and what your emotions are and, and basically what you're going through. Like there's a person on my timeline. It's like because they've had a different experience in dealing with certain topics than everybody else. When we start talking about it, they come in with the exact same opinion. They've never. Now I, I don't mind people who don't waver. You know, but at the same time, it's like, I understand that's your reaction. That's going to be your reaction forever and always to question it from that point. And it's okay to always come in and question it from that point. But still remains the facts are in this case, in this, in this situation, in, in this thing, this incident that's going on, this is what happened. First of all, it's not, it's not what it is not your incident this did not happen to you and i understand we react if differently if things have happened to us but you have to tell yourself that for those of us it didn't happen to because i have to tell myself that a lot because all with all that i know and all that i've had to encounter in the last 20 years of telling these stories and many of the stories that i've had to tell that if many of the stories that came to me came to me because they had nowhere else to go to tell their stories so i operate when i see something going on you, people have to understand i from the foundation from which i'm operating right you you're talking about one case that you saw in the news and I know well if you saw that one case in the news there's probably hundreds of them that didn't get their story told and a lot of times we see people there's a headline and it's a headline because it's attached to a celebrity but then there's another one that's just an ordinary person and that ordinary person is wondering and looking and feeling some kind of way because the very same thing didn't have the sense of urgency nor the importance when it happened to them because they are nobody. And they're looking at how, ev oh wait, everybody's emotional, everybody's upset, everybody's ready to walk, march, protest because they are emotionally attached or some kind of way want to attach themselves to the high profile case. But that high profile case is high profile and it's it's getting media because now this thing that happens to everybody happened to somebody we all know and listen let me tell you this if you are that nobody that this thing also happened to or happened to first understand that people react simply because they want something out of it there is you're going to find very few people who do something and truly, genuinely want nothing out of it. Everybody hits the share button because they want something out of it, right? And and, and, and not everybody, every, in fact, very few people can be honest about that. Very few people can be honest about the, the not just the influence, there's another word, and it's an ego word, and let me call for a second. There's another word, and one, and, and it's, it's it's probably Latin, and I'm not that good with Latin, but I I, I want to it's in, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I'm like I don't know about the use of that word, but they want something out of it. That's why they hit that share button. If you you have woken up today, gone down your time, and looking for everything that's gonna get you something that's gonna, because I'm gonna tell you, mine, one of my greatest mentors, and everybody else is not just mine. In fact, he's he's professionally a mentor. Is George Frazier, George C. Frazier. Uh, professionally meets with thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people every year. 
um, and helping them to figure out why they're here, what they are here trying to do, accomplish, and be prosperous in it, okay? But, um, and not even that, just trying to get people to do stuff. So he he says, he always says, people want to know what's in it for me. If somebody is listening, you're listening to me right now, hopefully you are, and I know you are, um, because you want something out of this. You're listening for the part that's in it for you. The thing that's, number one, going to help you live your best life today, as everybody wants to seem to want to do. Uh, you want to get out of bed. Um, you maybe want to duplicate and have your own podcast, and that's fine, too. You should go over to AskDryerBuzz.com. Just ask me. Ask Dryerbuzz. Tag it. Write the questions. Ask Dryerbuzz. I'm going to send you a link. I will definitely send you a link for a download. You can go over to Amazon and get any one of my books. If you're talking about you want to, you want to create buzz, you want to be somebody, you want to be somebody. Uh, just go listen. I can't tell you how many people come up to me. Oh man, I learned so much, and I'm like, I'm never seen them in my customer database. I have a customer database. Never seen them in my customer database. I can't tell you how many people have that don't send referrals. And and one thing that I have learned in the study of networking is most people don't ref, don't refer people. Because they don't want they don't want the people that they know or the circle that which they want influence. They don't want they don't want them to know where they got all the information that they got. So they don't make referrals. You know, and I'm like, I wish people stopped really asking for them because we are a selfish, egotistical people unknowingly. And I'm just telling you, it's okay if today if you just realize, wait, I want something for me. It's okay. I'm telling you, please don't live all of your life deceiving yourself. It's okay that you are trying to satisfy that thing that's in you, even if it's your ego or whatever, or even if you're just trying to learn. I don't know, because you know what? Keep feeding that. Keep feeding it. Because maybe one day you'll be like, oh, man, I've got too much. And not many people do that. There are some. There are some. There, there's a handful that's like, wait, I got too much. It's, it's like, let me. it's too much. I don't need all of this. Let me help somebody. Those people are out there. And that's why some people continue to do what they do because they know as soon as they keep weeding through all this other stuff, and you know, I'm a weed and seed person. As soon as they keep weeding through all that stuff, they will meet the genuine, those genuine souls for which they know that they can help. That's all I'm like. Let me stop. Girl, you finna sit here and eat, enjoy this breakfast. Go ahead and knock out a how to get out of bed because somebody has been listening to all of them. Somebody is waiting on that notification. And that's why when we stopped, when we did the first uh, book one, 90 episodes, and now we're on book two. When I did book one, I was like, surely it has all been said and done. Surely we have said it all. Then next thing you know, I'm like, wait, I can't get out of bed. And I'm like, wait, this is a forever ongoing daily thing, ain't it? It is. Because you can go to bed and everything could be all couple setting, but somebody been plotting and scheming and you wake up and life has changed or the moon and the, the Plutos and, and, and Mercury and all that done, done something else. And it's a doggone different day. And I think that's why they all dated and calculated, you know, do it's walking. <laughs> He's walking and FaceTiming. I get a chance now to see how weird I looked decades ago when I used to do that. And people used to look at me like I was crazy. Like, why is she talking to her phone like that? And now it's the norm. I mean, think about it. I went through all, oh, hella persecution. Oh, hella persecution. People thought I was crazy. And now he's straight up, straight up FaceTiming. All over the place. And I saw, as a matter of fact, it's so funny because I was going through the archives, pulling out uh, some Tyler Perry stuff. And I saw something where I said FaceTime 
And this was like way before. I was like, let me. I saw an old YouTube, real old YouTube. Well, you know, YouTube ain't that old. It's probably, I think YouTube was right about 11, maybe 12 years. Yeah, le- yeah, yeah. Little bit, maybe a little bit older than that. I think I went back. I think my first YouTube maybe like 11 or 12 years ago. But I had, I was pulling up the Tyler Perry stuff. And I saw I did a YouTube and I just called it FaceTime. Like, let me give you some FaceTime. Because at I was never really out front. You know, people, a lot of people didn't know I was Dryer Buzz. They, they always thought Dryer Buzz was this big, huge entity because that's how I flow. Um, and then um, when, it came, when Twitter came around, there was this movement on Twitter to go from your logo to putting a face on everything you know you nobody wanted to everybody was like who are they, who are these people because twitter i think twitter ushered in that whole oh no like and trust thing which is the dumbest thing i ever heard because that ain't those aren't the people that make all the money but anyway um but twitter there was this movement on twitter for everybody they kind of come from behind um the logos and, and so forth and and, and personally connect even though twitter is still not like you can still i love what i love about twitter over facebook is you can still have uh you can still use your brand name or your persona you know um facebook is over there trying to re trying to duplicate us with our with these uh ai doppelgangers so they like ah, you know hate mark zuckerberg but anyway um twitter is still that place to just go and enjoy yourself you know, I th- I think I think Facebook has, Facebook is just about done us in. I still like it because it works with everything. You know, Twitter doesn't. Um, they just didn't do that. But Facebook is connected to everything, and so I kind of have to keep tabs on everything. So I still keep Facebook, and then still Facebook is has is number one. You know, as much as people love to say they're not on there everybody still has a Facebook account. And so that means that even though, even if on being on Twitter and whether you're on Twitter, whether you're on LinkedIn, on YouTube, but you can drop a Facebook link. And that means that everybody 99% can access it. You can, this is a, a, a report that we have out there. You can drop a Facebook, you can drop a, a, a LinkedIn link somewhere. People are going to like, what is that? Most the majority of people are going to be like, no, I'm not going over there. Um, you can drop a YouTube link everywhere, and some people will watch it. Some people won't. The majority do. No, they know how to go to YouTube now. Back in the day, I was like, "What's YouTube?" <laughs> you crack me up, boy. I tell you, watching people evolve to this stuff is uh, and 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 how long this is our problem is how long it takes us to adapt to something. And you don't have it's not it didn't have to change your life, but you need to know. You need to know. And I wish people would just stop being so stubborn on just knowing. And don't and stop waiting for everybody. Let me tell you. Stop waiting for the majority or the friend or this, that, and the other. Let that information flow through you. You know, because by the time they all catch on to at least you will have known and you will have prepared. That's why in all those heart in all those horror movies and all the, the what, what are those movies, scientific movies, sci-fi movies and stuff, that's why the, you ever see the pack, they always get, like, jacked up. It's like everybody doing the wrong thing because they're following the pack. Stop following the pack, you know? Don't sleep on today. Let me tell you, today may be the day that a few people need to get it, and, and there's much reward to it, but this is you. You looking around? Somebody gave you a bit of information. You looking around, and then I tell you, come on, 
jump on this right now. When you're looking around, like anybody else, this is your question. How many? How many other people? Anybody else? How many others? That's not how you do this. That's not how you do this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna tell you, if I wait it, I'm so rude, but I'm so hungry. If I weighed it, let me tell you, I wouldn't have 20 years in the game, right? I'm like Vince Carter. <laughs> Y'all, help me out. They keep the Atlanta Hawks. I got to talk about Atlanta sports, too. I'm trying to figure out. And this is the transplant. Can I tell y'all something? The transplants. The Atlanta transplants. No, that's not a sports team. That's all y'all that have come here are going through it. I'm like, who, what Falcon team have y'all been following? What Atlanta Braves team? Now, I know the Braves, they've been on the cusp every year. They, they've been getting there, getting there, getting there. And they have, they've done everything. And they're supposed, it's like we expect them to make the playoffs. Postseason and all that kind of stuff. But I'm trying to figure out, as I look at the hopes of people, and I, I am, I, I do a podcast trying to get you to be, not hope more than hopeful. I want you to be more than hopeful. I don't want you to just hope for it. I want you to do what's necessary. And I'm sorry, the Falcons are not doing what's necessary. The Braves are not doing all that's necessary. You got to, if you want it to achieve it, I'm like, I'm looking at these daggone Patriots, and I'm like, they the records. These every every time the kickoff. It's one record after another, after another yards and, and this and that. And I'm like, dang. And I'm like, that can't happen if everybody else wasn't failing at defense, right? I'm like, how many yards are y'all going to let this man get? And we already know they're going back to the Super Bowl because that's what they do. Because it, it's like them and the underdog. And, and I don't know if the NFL has decided upon who the underdog going to be. I know y'all think y'all playing these games and, and your records and all that. Get. Let me tell you, I'm, honey, the Super Bowl has become like re- wrestling. The WWE, whatever, EFRG, I don't know what the hell they do. Um, but anyway, I'm just looking at the hope that people have. But this is my problem with hope is it's just a thought process and there's very little action up in the hope. I need you to put some action on your hope at 34 into this. I'm going to get ready to say goodbye, but you can't just hope for it. Like I hope for today. Let me tell you, my hope for today depends on the fact that one, I go get done what I need to get done. That means I have got a checklist. That means I have got some actions. That means I got to, and everything that I've got to do, one of those things, I got to quickly learn how to do it. Right? I have got, and that truck is loud. I've got to learn exactly how to do it before I accomplish it. Now, I can hope, hope, hope. I know what hope gets you. It gets you pretty much nowhere. Hope is forever lasting. You can hope, hope, hope. And let me tell you, but you got to act on it. You got to express some stuff outwardly, like the stuff that I need to learn today. I got to go get with whomever has done it before. I got to figure out who did it before. There was a thing I wanted to do yesterday. I'm like, who's done this? And, it, and in a case where nobody's done it, I'm like, okay, well, then that means I could do it to whatever level. I just got to figure it out. What does it compare to? What is it parallel to? 
right? All of those, all of those different things. There's something that I want. And I'm like, you know, you're just not going to get that until you do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, damn, you know, but that it is, that it is the way it is. It is the way it is. And, and sometimes you have to disappoint people because remember everybody else, just like you woke up today, wanting to know what's in it for them. Don't sleep on today. Don't sleep on today. And it's okay. I need you to confess to yourself. I want something for me. And if you can't turn to the next person or sit at the table or walk in that meeting or walk out of that meeting or or be real and just be real, be honest, be truthful, be honest and transparent with yourself. In fact, I gave that message to Patty Betty before we parted this morning. That's that's what today is for us. It's like we got to know what, what do we want? What do you want? It's okay. It's it's okay to want something because if you don't if you don't agree, if you don't confess to that when all of your uh, all of your actions speaking louder than you ever than you, you try not to say it out loud but all of your actions is speaking to the fact that you want something out of your day you want something out of your relationship you want something out of your job you want something out of your career you want something out of your vote if you went had to go vote Tuesday or got to go vote this Tuesday or preparing to go vote in the in any kind of election you want something out of working those eight hours a day you want something out of your weekend you want something we want something and you know what we get to the point where we can't get out of bed, not because we don't get it, but because we don't know who to ask. I was like yesterday, man, look at, I'm like, I don't even, I'm like, who do I talk to? Who can I talk to? You know, because one of the things I was talking about on that, um, no, didn't finish it. The national, what was it? National Mental Health Day, National Mental Health Day. I'm like, damn, I'm having a bad day on National Mental Health Day. On this little meme, they had get together get together with somebody or confide in somebody or something like that. And my question was, you know, does that then exhaust them? Well, there's that person. We all have that person in our life. It does not exhaust them. And they're waiting. And again, it keeps, something keeps coming back to me. And, I, and I, my, my daughter ended up being that person because she is professionally trained and, and she was born that way. She's that person that she is always in tune to what everybody, one of the reasons she went in that profession, because she was always that person in tune to everybody. Like, is everybody copacetic? Is, is everybody feeling good? How's everybody right now? You know, so that became her profession. So I was like, while she was waiting on one patient to finish up something, like, can you talk to your mama for a minute? And she's like, mom, what's going on? And, uh, and we worked through it. She was like, listen. You know, it's like, she's like, you, you want something. And she's like, mom, she says, and she says to me, you know, you just, it's like, everybody keep telling you, you just don't ask. And that's the hardest thing for me to do. And it always has been because you don't know when you need something, you don't know who to trust. And so oftentimes we ask the wrong person and it just, ugh. but you know, it is, it, it is what it is. But it's another day. Today is another day. Don't sleep on today. Don't sleep on today. We always talk about what we need. Today, I want to, I'm, I want you to think about what do you want? What do you want? Sometimes, don't forget, now we do overindulge on what we want and not pay enough attention to what we need. What happens when they become one and the same? You know, the priority, the right priority is there. Um, and it's, so it's okay. It's okay. 
All right, I know it's Friday. I know y'all getting ready to get out and enjoy your weekend, but you know, for me, uh, Friday, the weekend is, is my busiest time. So I've got a lot of work to do. I'm, I'm so glad that you gave me the chance to uh, have a conversation with you uh, for National Post-National Mental Health Day. Don't forget to check out dryerbus.com. You know what I want? I want my note. I want those notifications to pop that I got some new subscribers. Um, definitely go and check out the content that we posted this week. I know y'all have been saving the links and you're going to binge, you know, cause I know as soon as you get up, you know, that Friday come, you're like trying to go back and catch all the stuff that you missed. Uh, definitely the, one of the best things you missed is we did share, uh, a 12 year old interview that we did with Tyler Perry. And we asked you to listen, listen to see if you hear the makings of the becomings of a studio, uh, from beginnings. I think this was at the time he had just released his second movie uh coming from stage to movies his interactions with with the early on hollywood uh controversy how his peers many of whom he had many of whom he he invited as well as immortalized uh down to the studios um used to consider him buffoonery and his work buffoonery and that entire genre of, of plays and theaters, you know, and even in the interview, you're here. I said to him, hey, I'm a latecomer to this because, you know, I was coming out of a, a, a different realm of entertainment and theater and so forth. And I didn't understand. I didn't I wasn't as entertained as most, you know, until I went. And I was like, well, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's fun. But you have to you have to you calling it one thing to me. It was like live sitcom. I don't know why they didn't call them like live sitcoms. because That's what they were. It wasn't necessarily theater. It's because, you know, in our mind, theater and stage, you think about the thespians, you know, and, and this stuff that was going on on the stage. It was different. It was pioneering, but it was also reminiscent. And one of the reasons why the, there was an issue with it, it was reminiscent of a time when Hollywood demanded cer- certain behaviors. And here you had a, a guy that was coming on, a couple of them, not just Tyler, but several of them trying to own those things. And we were, they were getting pushed back. Like, we don't want to own that. We want it to be different. And Tyler in that in that moment he was trying to transition from and you'll even hear he was trying to transition from Medea even then because we talked about him wanting to uh, put down the Medea character and um that the audience kept demanding it you know that was what it was because and, and that that was the thing so all of these years when people talk about it, i've always said well tyler doesn't really want to do Medea anymore but then he went on to do how many more Medea movies so you know and you you didn't even see the Medea down to the studio so I hope that, I, and I was, I was taken aback when they were on the tram taking a tour and I'm like, why, who is this woman and why is this not being narrated by Medea? I'm like, y'all need to go fix that right now. I'm not even coming to the tour. I'm not even coming to the tour until Medea is narrating the tram and everything. I need to hear Medea's voice everywhere. Not, not, uh, that particular female sound like, sound like Siri and all that other kind of stuff. No, 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 bruh. Okay. Medea need to be on everything. Hello. <laughs> All right. After you have made everybody embrace her, that's what we that's what we want out, out of this studio. We want to come and, and chill out with Medea. Okay? And as well as allow allow Tyler to get what he wants out of it. But um there was so much controversy early on because of where um, because there were a lot of people trying to break out from under Hollywood's foot on their neck. 
and provide us with content that we can be proud of. So over the last 20 years, um, you know, we can say that we have we have so much that we can be proud of as far as our image is concerned. I hope that you are continuously proud of the way Dryer Buzz has presented our image and uh, with these interviews, I'm so amazed at the archives that I have. And uh, I have to say, go back and save them. Like I said, I'm sitting there and I was like, you know, all this Tyler Perry weekend. I was like, wait a minute. You've got a Tyler Perry interview. Go in and share it for Throwback Thursday. And so uh, that, and not only Tyler Perry, I mean, some, so many others. I was trying to find my, uh, I wish I could find my um, interview with Ruby D and, and I'm still thinking because I don't have I don't have the website but there are some sites out there I made sure they have content everywhere so I'm going to go try and find uh, and luckily I even though I was doing the podcasting early on I took a lot of those podcasts and put them on YouTube and uh and so I have them in in, in different places and we were we started we podcast I, I self-hosted my podcast uh, until blog talk radio came along. So I have a lot of content. I have about, I have about 12 years. Actually. Yeah. I have 12 years of podcasts on blog talk, uh, 11 years of stuff on YouTube. And, and then of course, all these other places, all these other sites that jack your shit, uh, that's out there too. So you can, you can definitely still search and find but there were so many, so many, uh, like a young Tyler Perry. And it's, it's funny because he sounds exactly the same, same level of, of maturity and, and determination um, and same controversies that were then, you know, still still some of the things. But I, I'm, I'm just watching how people now, now that he has the studio, you know, because I'm, I'm a stick to your conviction kind of person. I'm like, if that's how you believe then, you know, don't, don't just switch up because now he's at a certain dollar figure or certain ownership, um, that now it's okay. Because I know that influences a lot of our, a lot of our perception, but if there were some things that were not yet, not compensated, then has those things been fixed? Are you willing, just like with this, these Kardashian things and, and all those things, are these things, these behaviors that people are exerting, whether or not they get paid for it or not, you know, that was been, that's been the thing for the past decade. Oh, but they getting paid like all these crazy ass people going on these reality shows. These people have mental issues. Y'all, they just, I'm telling you, they, they cast the, if y'all see how these people, how, what they, the process of casting some of these characters on some of these shows. I mean, look at that guy from the, um, Jersey Shore, you know, it's like those, those men on that Jersey Shore, they had mental issues. Look at this guy. I mean, like, like how, how is it that y'all were that successful? Get, how, y'all got paid that much, not, not successful. Y'all got paid that much and you don't do nothing to fix your mental health. You don't do nothing to change. You know, I'm sorry. They hired you because they knew that you had no problem destroying yourself and others on, on camera. Okay, no, no problem embarrassing your family. You ain't afraid of going to jail and and all this kind of stuff. And you will be good for what whoever this audience remains to be out here demanding and wanting to wake up each and every day and see that kind of stuff, not realizing that it's impacting your psyche, that those become your behaviors. All that you subscribe to, they become your behavior. You can't just look at that stuff and be entertained and walk away. It becomes your behavior. 
Hell, I watched I watched a Cardi B rant one time, and next thing you know, my daughter was like, "Mom, what's with the language?" I'm like, "Girl, I sat there and watched Cardi B. <laughs> you know, I love Cat Williams. I I listen to Cat Williams all day long. I sound like Cat Williams. One day I was walking around popping my gum. I'm like, "Who the who do I watch? Well, binged on some of them shows and do." I'm like, who does that? I can't even do it right now. Because I'm like, that's not something I want to do. Let me tell you, all that you subscribe to, all that you, because your brain, you are feeding your brain. And it's like, oh, that's the behavior you want. You want to do that. You want to be that person. It doesn't know that you reject that because you're not saying, oh, I reject this. I reject it. You need to watch it and tell yourself to reject it because otherwise your brain is like, that's who you want to be. That's, oh, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you that behavior. I'm going to make that your habit, right? Because you keep, you keep, um, absorbing it. So it's like, oh, that you want that habit? I'm going to give you that habit, right? I just clapped my hand and and did the fingernail thing, right? Because that's what I'm saying. You keep seeing it then you lose your own originality. You lose yourself. Don't sleep on the day, y'all. Go on and have yourself a good day. Uh, don't forget, do this for me. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.